Hello everyone, Casey here, welcome back to the SEGA Lounge. It's finally September, which means our summer series is coming to an end very soon. In fact, I'm excited to tell you that Season 6 of the SEGA Lounge will resume in two weeks, with a brand new episode airing first on Radio SEGA on Thursday, September 16th, and becoming available everywhere the next day. I'm looking forward to what the rest of this season will bring, and as always, feel free to let me know your suggestions for potential guests I could have on the show in the future. However, it's still summer. Our series of mini-episodes is still going, and this week we welcome Russ from Retro Game Core back to the SEGA Lounge. Russ is a great content creator who focuses on creating guides, reviews and all sorts of helpful videos to help you make the most out of your handheld emulation devices. Please check out his website and his YouTube channel if you haven't yet. For his summer game, Russ picked a game I too am very fond of and have great memories with as well. Take it away, Russ! Hey everybody, this is Russ from Retro Game Core. So KC asked me to do a little segment here talking about one of my favorite Sega games. But before we start, let me give you a little bit of context. I grew up in the United States, and here in the early 90s, renting games was a really big thing. Typically, you could rent a game overnight for about $1.99, and sometimes there would be weekly specials where you could rent a game for 99 cents. And typically, these specials would run during the week and not on weekends. And that's because during the weekends, they had no problem renting movies or games. So they were trying to bring in new customers during the week, and so they would drive down the prices to have these 99 cent nights. And so for us, during the summer, it was a perfect opportunity to take advantage of these lower prices during the week. And not only that, the way that we did rentals back then was kind of wonky. You would rent something, say, on a Tuesday night, but you wouldn't actually have to return it until Thursday morning. So if you played your cards right, for 99 cents, you could rent a game for about a day and a half. And that's where today's game comes into play. We're going to talk about Quackshot starring Donald Duck. Now, this wasn't the first Disney game to come out on the Sega Genesis, but it was the first one that I had access to. I remember seeing department store catalogs talking about Mickey's Castle of Illusion, and that seemed like a really interesting game, and it had really cool-looking graphics. But unfortunately, our local rental shop did not carry it. But luckily, about a year later, Quackshot came out and this one was carried in our local shop. And while I never actually owned this game, I do remember renting it a couple times. And while at face value it just looks like a typical platformer, it's actually got a lot of depth to it. Number one, Donald Duck actually has a weapon. He has this plunger gun that he can shoot at enemies and temporarily stun them. Now you have unlimited plungers in the game, but you also get upgrades to your gun to include a popcorn shooter as well as a bubble shooter. And both of those weapons can actually kill the enemy, but you have limited ammunition. Along the way, the plunger gun also has upgrades. The first upgrade actually gives you the ability to jump onto the plungers as they stick to the wall so that you can jump higher and higher. And the second upgrade, well, I'm not going to spoil it for you, but it is helpful in some of the later levels. Now, speaking of levels, this is one of the other things that has a lot of depth to it. The game actually does not have a linear world map. Instead, as you progress in the game, it opens up several locations at once. And you can choose to go to any of those locations at any given time. But once you're there, you're going to find obstacles that you need to unlock by going to some of the other levels and getting specific objects. For example, you know, you need a key in order to get into one specific part of any other level. And so in the process, you end up finding yourself backtracking to some of the levels you thought you had already beaten. To me, this was kind of a revelation. It was almost like an open world game. 
And from a development standpoint, I think that was really kind of clever. They were able to reuse these assets in different ways. Some of these levels also have a dungeon component to them. And so while you may start in an overworld where you have jumping related obstacles, you'll eventually get into the dungeon and there you're going to have to unlock puzzles or use your plunger to shoot enemies and things like that. Now, as much as I love this game, it also was very frustrating. It's very easy to die in this game and the controls are a little bit floaty feeling. Luckily, I think the design team understood that and they give you unlimited continues. So as long as you're persistent and have some tenacity, you can actually get through the game even as a child. And again, in an era where often games were too hard for me to play, this was a welcome change. And honestly, I consider this to be one of my favorite rental games because you could knock it out in about two hours or so. So yeah, in a nutshell, I really loved Quackshot starring Donald Duck. And to me, it was a perfect summer game because I could play it for cheap and get all the enjoyment I could out of it before I had to return it. Thanks to KC for having me on Summer Series 2021. Thanks for listening, and be sure to check out Retro Game Core if you have any questions about retro gaming on handheld devices. And we will see you next time. Happy gaming. The Sega Lounge, hosted by me, KC, and part of Radio Sega's network of live shows and podcasts. Theme song and incidental music by OSC. Find them at opusciencecollective.bandcamp.com. Got any suggestions? Drop me an email to podcast at thesegalounge.com. Follow us on Twitter at thesegalounge and like us at facebook.com slash thesegalounge. You can find previous episodes of the show by going to thesegalounge.com and wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. Mixed on Productions podcast.